0: A, B, N. It's headphones nailed! What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil. With what's gonna be a considerably shorter episode compared to last week, mostly just because it's a catch-up episode. Um, I only had a chance to watch uh, one new movie. Um, I finished a gameplay, started another one, so it's kind of that intermediary area where I'm planning also for later this month and into next month, so I'll get to that at the end of this episode. So to get the content part out of the way, um, I forget if I mentioned it last week, but I figured, I or I've, it came to mind that I had never seen the movie Goodfellas, so I thought I would give it a watch to see what it's all about, Just, um, and kind of refresh my memory because I had a few various memories of it scattered like scenes and things like that probably because i saw it on tv maybe i saw it started watching it and never finished it and stuff like that so i thought i'd watch it in full and get the full experience of the movie and overall it was pretty well done the weird thing about it was you have um robert de niro playing the irishman which he would end up later playing or being the irishman in a movie later um Which I thought at first uh, the two movies might be connected when I first heard that. But as it turns out, Joe Pesci's character, I guess, dies in the movie in Goodfellas. So, um, and I think he was in The Irishman as well. Which, doing a quick look at the cast list, he actually doesn't look like he is. So, oh no, he is, never mind. So, now I don't remember uh, for The Irishman if he... Was early on but looking at some stills it looks like he was an old man so it's kind of hard to tie the two together in the same universe but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, Goodfellas in general for me look like a good precursor to a lot of the mob films that uh, like Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci would be in um, notably uh, a film like Casino and The Irishman so not a terrible film but um you can see that it was a good basis and why the rest of the movies that came after were um that much better because goodfellas was um good in and of itself so if you've never seen it i recommend it um it is kind of a slow burn it is a bit or it is um a lot of for a lot of it um from the point of view of uh ray Liotta's character so if you wanted a lot of these other characters, then you're gonna get them mixed in and you're gonna get, you know, their backstories and motivations and stuff like that throughout the fi- um, film. And it's like, it's not, a, it was not terribly done. I actually didn't mind it. Not my cup of tea, but it's one of those things where at the time you can see why they focused on one character, but then when you get to movies like The Departed, you can um, present a movie from multiple sto- points of view and tie them in together. So, um, or you could even argue films like The Departed wouldn't have worked, or may not have worked as well if you didn't have movies like Goodfellas. So, I definitely recommend watching it. I'm glad I got through it. Now that I can cross, now I can cross that movie off my bucket list of having seen that movie. Um, now, as far as gameplay goes, I did have a chance to finish Doom Three. So, overall, it was a very good game. I liked the finish, the fight with the cyber demon. We're left with a cliffhanger of uh, Betruger being in hell and turning into this weird flying gargoyle thing where his head comes out of the skeleton, which is kind of weird. But um, And then you have Doomguy rescued by the other Marines. So overall, very well done. Um, my, and I'm going to say gripe, but I don't really mean it in, like in a negative way by my issue with the um, game, was having to switch between the flashlight and your weapon. So... While I can understand that why people didn't like that, I did like that they acknowledged it and created the BFG edition where you can have the flashlight while using your weapon. It does um, die in the BFG version, but in the regular original version you can use use it as long as you want. Um, It doesn't really work too well with a mobile controller like the Kishi unless you have hotkeys to easily switch between weapons. that works better on a desktop computer where you have a numbers key and you can easily switch between weapons so scrolling through your weapons because you know for example if you want to jump between your shotgun and the rocket launcher or the shotgun and the bfg really quickly it gets kind of hard you have and you can't really pause on the fly it's kind of hard there so you have to switch really really fast or you know have to do creative hiding and things like that and adjust accordingly so there are ways to get around it to make it a little bit easier but things like that are a little bit harder on a mobile device or on a mobile controller but overall you can get through the game if you you know memorize the order of your weapons and you can easily get through them a little bit quickly especially if you run around and switch so you have a little bit of that duality going on but overall the story was decent it does throw you off a little bit when you're into in this more detailed environment versus the original pixelated version of Doom 1 and 2. Um, my only real problem with the game um, is probably a little bit different than what most people would say, in that the, while on one hand Doom 3 was revolutionizing what they're doing with the platform, they're creating a new platform to expand the capabilities of video games, the Doom franchise, and all of that, we have a lot of levels that are centered around two places, notably Alpha Labs and Delta Labs. So you have like four or five levels of each of them. So it does get a kind of, it does get a little bit repetitive in both to the point where it feels like they could have narrowed down or trimmed down those levels a little bit and spent a little bit more time in hell or on the surface or, um, had a little bit more a few other levels or just compress them and not even include them so instead of like the 27 or 28 levels or whatever it was cut it down to like uh maybe 20 or 22 levels and i think the gameplay would have smoothed out a little bit it was it is a a little bit more slower paced and methodical than dooms 1 and 2 but it gets in the way of the flow of the game in general so for me it didn't really having that many levels of each didn't really add to it a lot of stuff that they did in the later levels could have been done earlier on so while so for me it didn't necessarily take away a lot from the game it did it does get kind of repetitive it's like okay you're in alpha labs one now you're in two three in four five and it's like all right well how many alpha labs are we going to go through you know to the point where i'm looking it up it's like how many more are left and how many more do i have to go through um, this does carry over into, um, Doom 3 Resurrection of Evil, which I also have started playing since I finished Doom 3, just to see what happens with Betrugra, if they do finish it in that story, and all of that. So, overall, that g- the game is good too, but they do the same thing where they have, like, five or six levels in Erebus, which, um, I did have a glitch when I was playing a couple of levels up until the boss fight, so... I lost the recording, didn't have the same game, but a lot of it is pretty repetitive to the point where you don't, You, you if you play them back to back, you would think it's one long level. And I mean, because they're all labeled Erebus, it's easy to say that, okay, yeah, well, technically you are in the same area, but do you really need um, six levels in one place when three will do or two or four or something like that? So um, now that I'm done with that, it feels um a little bit better that now you know now that we're on i think i'm on to phobos labs so now that i'm there i mean looking it up right now it looks like they only have three of those levels so um it works out a little bit lever- a little bit better but um we'll see i mean maybe they'll Maybe it's one of those things where it could have been done in two levels instead of one. And it does look like... Oh, actually, not three levels, but there's four levels in Phobos Labs because you go to the teleportation thing in the first one and then you end it with, again, going back to revisited teleportation to round out the teleporting because I guess the Hell Knight got teleported in but you still need to go back to um, Delta Labs. Um, so things like that, I mean... For the first game, I understand what they were trying to do—you know, build up a new game. So it's understandable why they wanted to stay in fewer areas because it requires less design work and all that. They can reuse certain assets a little bit more and just develop the story. But then for like Resurrection of Evil, it feels like they could have—they did add some levels, but they didn't need to do that same pattern of having five levels in the same place when three would have done or something like that. So I'm still in the middle of um, Resurrection of Evil, but I expect to be done by the next episode. So look out for that. But overall, it is a fun game. Um, There are certain points where you do feel like you're in a Doom level and it's cleaned up. It's more modernized. The graphics are better. The demons move better. um, And all of that. Um, The main downside there as well is that you do have a lot of levels that feel smaller and tighter and not convoluted but you have they're just more tighter and smaller so you you know you are in an underground facility but then at some point you realize well at one point do we go outside can we have more of a mix between inside and outside like we did in the original games or it just needed to be adjusted a little bit where you have bigger more expansive rooms to go through and make it feel Expansive. Although you could also say that they're aiming to show the uh, confined quarters of a Mars base, and to which you would say you could say that yeah, okay, well they translated that well. So, with that being said, um, overall, like I said, the design was great. You do feel you can feel a little bit claustrophobic after a while. It is a lot of small tight spaces, dark spaces. If you're playing the original version, then with a BFG edition, they lighten up the levels a little bit. You better use of the flashlight and all of that, but, um... With that being said, I'm still enjoying the games. It's, um, it is definitely... Um, they definitely do carry over the spirit of the original games. You do have to hide a little from time to time from enemies, use your weapons accordingly. Having the Artifact and Resurrection of Evil is pretty nifty, where you can have um, essentially, what they call it, Hell Time to theme it for the game but it's essentially um bullet time from Max Payne um I haven't used the benefit of I guess the second boss fight add-on to the artifact so I think it was looking online it was like berserk mode or something so at some point I'll try that as well see how that goes but um overall it's a good they are good games they're still fun it does a little bit of a difference when you're switching from the original games and those mods into this. Um, I was gonna look around for mods to see how um, how the if the how if there's any mods. Um, I did try one to see the original Doom game rebuilt in the Doom Three engine, and it was okay. I kind of didn't like it too much, just because it felt like one of those um, like late '90s games, early 2000s games, where they're trying to um redo the an original game and upconvert it or something like that or like create a new game based on an old game and all that and it's, it's kind of weird so um it was too polished that's one of those things where it doesn't it the original actually would be better to stick with for doom one and two rather than you know cleaning it up and modernizing it or maybe just take out the pixel and don't really modernize anything else or something like that i don't know but still Doom 3 is Doom 3 was fun. I really enjoyed it. You can see how it's a good basis for Doom 2016 and Eternal. So, um once I'm done with um Resurrection of Evil, I don't know if I'm going to play another mod. Cool fact. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24 7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Or I think I wanted to try out Duke Nukem 3D just to see how that is, but... Um, If you've never played Doom 3 or Resurrection of Evil, I do recommend playing them for an early recommendation for Resurrection of Evil. Um, If you you play these first and then go back to the original games, it'll be kind of odd to see it go that way. But um, if you go in the other direction, you can see a good progression between the stories. Or not progression between the stories, but you can see how they took the original games, modernized the graphics, and created a brand new story out of it. Um, the only final thought is that it does seem like Doom 3, even though it's a sequel to the games and a prequel to Doom 2016, it does actually feel like a good prequel to Doom 1 because, um, and you might ask things like, well, why don't you have, why don't we have, um, the final, the version of the BFG in Doom 1, or why don't we have the artifact, uh, well, I-, I can't say anything about the artifact because we're not there yet, but for example, we don't, in, um, Doom One, it's a prototype BFG, I guess, but or it's like a bigger, a chunkier version, like a V V one instead of V two. So I would probably say that because of the events of um, Doom three, the base is um, destroyed. You barely make it out that. Um, your weapons are left behind in your fight with a cyber demon so everything that was destroyed is left behind or you don't have it it's left in hell so you're leaving the base and all the research and technologies that were developed on the base have been destroyed so they're had they have to go to a prior version or whatever versions they had before or they're only left with the prototype version of the bfg for example so that's why you don't have it in doom one and then your character has to go in and Find the BFG, take out the deep forces of hell because you've done it before. So it works in the prequel there as well. Just graphics aside, the stories, I think, generally still work no matter where you put it. So I think that's another good feat that was accomplished with Doom 3 that you can place it really anywhere in the old franchise or the old versions or the new versions in the reboot. And it still works as a good story for the Doom guy taking on the forces of hell, defeating Hell Knights and the Cyber Demon. Why we don't know about the Spider Mastermind, which I guess trites kind of seem like the predecessors to. So like the Spider Mastermind is like a evolved version of a trite, for example. So things like that, like because of the events of Doom 3, everything else that we have in all the other Doom games are subsequent reactions by hell to do all those various different things. So that's all there is for this particular episode. So if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or anything like that, you can comment on social media by visiting the website. They're all linked at headphonesneal.reviews. There's also past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. As always, the Patreon has a link for um, supporting the show there so you can get early access to the episode, add free versions of the episode, a link to the video version as well. And all of that good stuff at patreon.com slash patel and zero one. And so as an update to what I mentioned at the top of the episode, so I haven't decided on when, but usually every year towards the end of the year and into the beginning of the following year, I usually stop, um, you know, doing podcasting and gameplay and uploads and things like that and kind of do a general internet break where, I don't do any of that stuff. Oh, not not that I don't do any of that stuff, but I'll do some random sporadic stuff, but I don't stick to any schedule. I don't release any podcast episodes and kind of take a few weeks off just to recruit, uh, recoup, um, regroup, um, rest up, come up with new ideas for the following year, hash out or finish hashing out ideas for things I want to do. And this year's is going to be no different. So um, once I finish with doom 3 resurrection of evil so i anticipate that by next week i'm gonna probably watch a couple of random things between now and then but at the moment i am currently anticipating that either the week ending the of december 15th or the 22nd will be the last uh podcast episode for 2023 and i'm currently planning to resume either at the end of january or beginning of february um, mostly because I do have some thoughts as far as um podcast stuff that I want to do in 2024. I've been thinking about it this year. I haven't had time to hash it out. Um so kind of, I kinda of wanna spend the rest of this year and the beginning of next year just finish hashing that out, see if it's possible, setting that stuff up. So for the rest of this month, if I do have a plan that I want to test out, then um i'll probably release a couple of episodes just as like beta episodes on the feed we'll release everything all together but like basically same for every patrons and non-patrons so everyone gets that benefit but kind of just share share what i come up with for what i want to do for 2024 um it does It is a little bit related to going back to my roots of podcasting so that's all i'll tease for that but i kind of wanted to change up what i'm doing a little bit add to the podcast and make some adjustments to add and give more content for everybody so um those few weeks will give me that time to focus on that and do all that so that's kind of why i want to also just do gameplay videos for um like duke nukem 3d so just don't necessarily do something every day just as i have time it might—I mean, it may still be every day, but I kind of don't, I'll, you know, take away that um, regular schedule of uploading something, um, you know, every weekday or something. And just upload as I have time. So um, that's kind of the plan for the next few weeks or so. But yeah, like I said, the next couple of weeks we'll still have podcast episodes for what I'm playing and what I'm watching and all of that usual stuff. Um, I am, as a bit of an update, I'm gonna probably have one more video for my 2024 um, Knights of the Old Republic testing for gameplay. There's another mod that I was thinking of that I want to try out. I still have the game installed on my phone. so. I want to try one more mod just to see how well if it works and if I can use it with my other mods. So look out for that in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, I found the mod. I just have to um, set it up and test it out. So whenever I have a chance to do that, I will also do that. But that's going to be something for this month, so just so I can say it's, it was done this year to plan for next year. But um, that's also for next year's my next twenty, my next gameplay for a Kotor. So um, look out for all of that and just as a bit of a side note related to doom 3 resurrection of evil just because of timing in uh, personal life and other commitments and things like that you'll see in the notes on the playlist and in the individual gameplay gameplays that i do am playing it with god mode turned on i don't have as much time now it's just coming on end of the year, so it's a bit crazy. So I don't have time to play the levels a couple of times, um, and you know, get used to the level and then do the actual gameplay that I share on YouTube. So to save some time and not have to play the level at least two or three times, I'm, I just turn on God mode and I'm going through the game um, to get through it, play it. I'm still playing, you know. I'm not doing anything with ammo. Um, or anything like that it's just god mode so I don't have to worry about you know dying and replaying stuff over and over and over just go through the game and see how it is based on story itself so god mode is turned on in this case so um, that's I just want to be clear on that because I, I put it in the notes as well just because I did have a comment recently where someone Didn't like it and wasn't their cup of tea that God mode was on. So I think I did reply to and I updated the um, notes in the video description as well that. Um, and I, like I usually do I think I forgot this time but I try to remember to put in any video where I turn on god mode that that is what I did because I was having trouble with the game I'm an amateur player and that usual stuff that this case I had to turn on god mode I was I wasn't getting anywhere I wasn't making progress and that usual thing just to have that transparency that that's what I'm doing so same thing here because of time commitments um I'm not going to spend the time or i don't have the time to spend to play the same level you know three or four times that extra couple of hours to get it played so i'm skipping ahead to that part and just playing the game with it on so i can enjoy the story get around explore the levels and do all of that stuff so that is all for this particular episode so if you have any questions comments feedback or anything like that um, and all the usual stuff that I mentioned earlier, everything can be found on the website at headphonesill.com/reviews. but that is all for this particular episode, thank you for tuning in and until next time 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.